0: Hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast, with me as your host, Phoebe Slav. This is a podcast where I like to share my thoughts and create a bit of discussion around accessible technology. And everyday technology that is accessible for disabled people, which is something that I have had an interest in for ages because I am paralyzed from the neck down, which means that I can't use anything other than my head and use a chopstick or a stylus to use everyday technology when it comes to doing all of that. So if that is something that you are also interested in, you can follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, on Google Podcasts and on Spotify, and it is also updated currently three times a week. In this episode, however, you're going to be hearing an episode that is really more of a summary of everything that Apple announced at their WWDC conference in 2022. As I outline as well everything that I think of the announcements that were made. But here's some additional notes about WWDC, however, before I get into this. So you can have some extra details just in case this ever comes up in a quiz or if you need to know everything. So the name WWDC is a nickname for Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference which is held every June and takes place over five days Now Online that was first held back in the 1980s and if you haven't followed along with the event before the event is basically normally a chance for Apple to concentrate on software, but there have been many times when some new rail could be announced as well, as happened in 2019 when a $6,000 macro and a $5,000 monitor were announced and last was the case this year when we witnessed the release of a 15 inch MacBook Air among the other releases. But now that you know more about the conference, let's get straight into this episode. This instalment of iOS will include a sound. Customizable lock screen, as well as improvements to the messages, maps, and home maps, new sharing and personalization capabilities, and more. The new fully customizable lock screen allows users to edit numerous design elements, including type styles colours and whether or not you want to include emojis as well as this you are also able to create multiple lock screens which we can easily switch between by swiping the notifications will roll up from the bottom of the screen but they also come with another new feature to help you. for your new customised lock screen. Apple now allows its users to hide the notifications, allowing more space for further customizations that you want. Focus has been a big hit since it was released by Apple in 2021, and I've personally found it useful when I've been working. In iOS 16, Apple enhances focus even more with users more able to tie specific focus modes to your customized lock screens, as well as applying focus filters so that you will get less notifications from distracting apps such as messages, Twitter, Instagram and calendar. The new version of messages will now include the ability to edit or delete sent messages, as well as allowing users to mark a message as unread. But yep, I know what you're thinking. When are we going to get this on Twitter? As well as this, you'll also be able. To send share play sessions, let's put some play or links with where you can watch and listen to the same content as friends and different locations. Directly into the messages app, and these links will be activated straight away. The new here, the experience keeps the keyboard open when speaking allowing those who use it to use a combination of speech and typing,
1: while also
0: automatically adding punctuations and emojis into your messages, which you can also use with Siri. Also in the next version of iOS, live text will be expanding to video, allowing users to select the text and plain, videos and as well as that live text will also be making its way to the Apple watch so all the watch OS users will have an extra way of calling numbers if they need to or finding out what something translates to. I do find these features with live text interesting but it would be really good if you could use it when you're in the middle of a video call and i'm not sure that is going to come anytime soon but there's also been improvements made in relation to visual lookup, with users now able to pull out some and to drive them Elsewhere, numerous features have been added to the Apple Pay and Wallet app, starting with the ability for you to share virtual keys via message. As well as this, Apple also announced their Pay Leader service, which allows users to pay for purchases in four instalments over six weeks with zero interest and no fees. And we're also getting an Apple Pay order tracking feature which will make it easier to track purchases from retailers. More and more countries and cities have already been added into the MAPS app in recent years which has seen a 2d and 3d design being added and even more will to be added in the coming months but adding to apple support for multitasking they're now adding multi stop reading which will allow users to plan up to 15 stops ahead of time when you're planning your journey, you'll be able to start your plans on a Mac and continue them on other iOS devices that you have lying around as well as having the option to add other stops using Siri. The included transit feature also allows Apple users to see the costs of a journey while you are planning, with transit cards being even heavily integrated into the wallet app. Sports fans will also be in for a treat because the Apple TV app can now display information about sports games via live activities, although, I wonder if they could. Get me live coverage of the Spanish football team, especially while they're in the gym. Although Apple has made family sharing and kids account easy to manage in the past, they will be introducing a couple of new features. The next version of iOS will include quicker ways to set it's appropriate restrictions from quick start to screen time, requests and messages, a family checklist feature and more. The new safety check feature will be available in settings and allows its users to quickly turn off the access that others have to your location and information which will be a welcome to feature for many people. The home app has been completely redesigned in the next version of iOS with a new main tab for you to see your entire home in one place. As well as this, we're also getting access to new dedicated categories such as climate security and more and distinction tiles which will make accessories more recognizable but along with all the features on ios 16 and new updates apple also announced the move from the max m1 chip to the m2 chip the m2 chip features an 18 percent faster cpu a 35 percent more powerful gpu and a 40 percent new engine compared to the m1 chip supporting up to 24 gigabytes of lpddr5 unified memory and featuring four performance and four efficiency cores it also supports 100 gigabytes of unified memory bandwidth which is up by 50% compared to the M1s. As well as all of these features, the M2s also come with a 10-core GPU with two more cores compared to the M1. The peak performance is 87% of what you would get from a 12-core PC. And you'll also get an improved media engine that supports HK, Apple ProRes video engine to play back streams of 4K and HK video, Apple's newest security technology, and a new image signal processor that delivers better image noise reduction. The models of empty Macs that were announced at WWDC for the 13-inch MacBook Air and the 13-inch MacBook Pro with your are now able to pre-order. So what are my final Watch on what was announced at WWDC. And iOS 16 the most accessible yet could do the developers need to try even harder? While I find the customizable lock screen an interesting new feature, Apple will have to make sure that moving the elements you want to add around is easy for everyone to do, even if they are disabled and can only use one finger. Likewise, I feel that the new dictation features were a good thought on paper, but it does raise questions over whether or not physically disabled people could use it as well but i don't really use the dictation so i can't really comment any further but as far as all the other features go i think the next version of ios is going to be incredibly useful although it would be useful if could bring back the ability to talk to Siri via a voice command for those who can't double-click the side buttons, and the same should apply for when you're trying to pay for or to download an app, as to confirm your face ID or passcode option was just a lot more accessible than the current confirm using assistive touch. Turning to the M2 MacBooks however I think the M2 MacBook Air is going to be extremely popular for production but I have to admit I would have preferred seeing it released in a bigger size such as 15 inches. As far as the built-in canvas go, I just don't see how the MacBook Pro that is on offer can compare to the M2 MacBook Air. Although I would find it interesting to see what happens because more of them come out and whether or not the M1 actually becomes... More popular still, at least it's good that Apple has continued to keep the M1 Air on the market as it might be a good option for students and anyone struggling under the current economic crisis around the world. Within the UK, at the minute, is a cost of living. The idea of coming out of the COVID pandemic and government ministers misbehaving, although that's admitted if we're in Northern Ireland, others misbehave more than others. The only other thing I would have preferred seeing with the M1 MacBooks is that I would have loved to see their price fall. But we'll see how everything goes in the future. But now that I've finished going through this summary, what did you think about the software that was announced at WWDC22? Have you used any of the software updates? And if you did, which of them did you like or dislike? And what did you like or dislike? If you would like to pass on some of your thoughts, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this podcast on, as well as via the contact pages over on my Facebook site, Reviews site, pltechoviews.com.uk, or on my other website, bbilao.com if you are interested in watching my videos that I have uploaded on accessible technology before and get early access to some of the other episodes that will be coming out you can find them by searching for EL Reviews on YouTube but if you would also like to see my accessible tours and reviews, as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews, and political videos. You can find all of them by searching for Feeps Journalism on YouTube. And please consider subscribing if you like everything. You can also follow my other podcast, The Feeps Podcast on Apple, Podcasts, Amazon Music and on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Brand On Radio Public, because that is also where you can get everything that I cover on Facebook. So journalism and podcast form, with some breaking tech, new stuff in there as well. But if you would also like to check out a video free version of all the genres that I cover on Thieveslow Journalism but you would like it in a video free format. You can also check out the Thieveslow Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible on Google Podcasts. On Spotify and on Radio Public. In the next episode, you'll be hearing a review of the Hanlan Necromatizer, and after that, I'll be bringing you an audio version of an actual article that I wrote last year when we. So I argue whether or not e-gaming should be counted as an equivalent for disabled sports and that will then be followed by an audio unboxing and, and setup and an first reaction of a 14 inch M1 roll MacBook roll that I changed my mind about and bought. But anyway, Thanks for listening to this complete podcast app. episode so the whole way through really. and please consider following it if you like what I'm doing. If you would like to follow me on Twitter you can do so by searching for at Phoebs Lyle and my Instagram handle is The Real Phoebe Lyle as well as that you can also follow the page Tech Review site as well if you have a WordPress account. But if you don't have a WordPress account, but would still like to support everything that I do as part of technology reviews, anyhow, you can still support everything that I do as part of that by searching for PL Tech reviews on twitter and on instagram and also by just subscribing to the youtube channel or the blog anyway thanks for listening and i'll talk to you on the next one bye